This podcast is brought to you by First Steps NZ. We're about health and well-being for business. Where do business leaders begin when it comes to looking after their mental health? How they understand what the pressure and stress is doing to their body, who to talk to about it and how they recover, all the while keeping their business going strong. Welcome to the Leadership and Mental Wellbeing Podcast with Michael Barnett and First Steps. Each week bringing you real and in-depth insight into the mental health of New Zealand's business leaders. Hi, I'm Michael Barnett and with me today is Mike Bennett, Chief Executive of Z Energy. We're continuing our conversation about people who work in an environment under pressure. Mike, from the information that we gather through our First Steps New Zealand site, many business owners talk about um, um, high workloads, working too much, and life demands. And they talk about those things, and we know that in those environments that from there you're going to go to anxiety and stress and so on. So given the role that you have, the size of the organisation, can you tell me how do you manage the pressures of leading? Yeah, I look after myself, uh, which sounds incredibly selfish, but I think often as leaders we want to be generous to our people, we want to make sure we do the right thing for our, for our customers. But I do believe, uh, you know, whether it be in a COVID-type situation or any other time that you have those demands upon you, the most important thing you can do is make sure you are in the best possible shape to be able to be generous with your employees and to take care of your customers. The, um, I think the signs, and, and looking at the signs of um, when I'm under pressure, when I'm under stress, um, I know for me that a little bit of pressure, a little bit too much stress, I'm likely to snap when usually I'd take a deep breath and and so on. So. Do you recognise the signs in you when you're under pressure and how do you respond? Yeah, I, I certainly do. So one thing I make sure I do is uh, the real basics. So breathe, eat, exercise and sleep. And yeah, we could talk about how those really help. But what I find if I'm starting to compromise on those, I'm already putting myself under pressure. So if I've got a lot on at work, I might start work earlier, I might skip my exercise uh, for the day, I might eat you know, poor quality food sort of style. So that is always a sign for me when I'm compromising on the basics, I'm sort of already in trouble before I get going. And the other thing I notice is when I have this reaction that it shouldn't be that way. So you call it you know, when you snap at people sort yep. of style, but for me it's when I kind of go like, well it shouldn't be that way. Well actually nothing should be a particular way, there's always something that crops up that you didn't plan for, but I know again the kind of little voice in my head uh, says that. And I have a couple of catchphrases actually, which I won't repeat uh, for your viewers, but when, when I say that in my head, I know I'm, yeah, whatever comes out of my mouth is just not going to be good for the next 10 seconds and I should probably, as you say, breathe deeply. So I've got two phrases in particular is when I have that reaction, um, like one of the most polite ones is, I can't believe that. that when I, that pings off in my mind, I know, wow, yeah, calm down, Mike, and have a, have a second thought. Going back to the earlier question when we're talking about people who... Um, ultimately end up being stressed or anxious. Um, if I have a look at many of those people, I often find myself asking, um, do you have too much pressure because there are too many demands because you don't delegate mm. or you don't know how to say no? So those two questions, delegating 
and the ability to be able to say no. Are they a part of your management? Uh, yes, uh, saying no is really hard. Like one of, one of my, I think, greatest qualities and one of my worst qualities is I like to be liked. So if, if, you, if you know, given the way I am, I like to be liked, therefore it's very natural for me to say yes to people or I find it hard to say no to people. So again, I've done some work on myself to understand that I like to be liked and where does that help me and where does that get in the way? So that'd be the first thing I'd say. And I think the second thing, whether you've got a large or a small business, I, I don't talk so much about delegation, but I choose to do what I can do. So uh, I'm quite old now, relative to many of your members perhaps, and what I've realised decades ago is I cannot get it all done. Right? And I think if anything, today's society serves up. They say, oh, if you get this, if you get this app, if you use this particular software, if you um, undertake meditation, you'll be able to get it all done. Well, I tell you what, I'm 61 years old now and I cannot get it all done and I've given up trying to get it all done. And I found that really freeing. So by giving up trying to get it all done and realising liking when I like to be liked, that gets in the way for me has been really freeing for me. So I encourage people to kind of do the work on yourself to understand where you're at risk of getting your own self into trouble, even though you think you're not. So I'm going to have to pursue this for a moment because getting it done, if that's important, and if you don't get it done, you disappoint people, not the people that you like to like you. So if you don't get it done, how do you, how do you live with that within yourself? Yes, I just be responsible for that. So one of the easiest ways to avoid letting people down is to say no from the very beginning. Right. Rather than give a bit of a half-assed yes and say, okay, look, I, um, like whenever I find myself saying or people saying to me, I'll look, yeah, I'll do my best. Right. I've already discounted that that will get done. So uh, words like try, hope, possibly is not the same as I will, I promise you can count on me. <laughs> right. So yeah, to think about how often people say, look, yeah, I'm, I hope to get that back to you by Friday. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll try and get that, uh, that bit of work done. So I notice in my own language or when I hear it from others. So the easy way to deal with that is to sort it out at the very beginning. So Michael, you said you would try to get that done. What do you, mean, what do you really mean by that? And you're yep. trying to say no to me, but as the boss, you, you feel like you, can't, you right. can't say no. So I'm kind of alert to the language we all use with one another that really is a, sounds like a form of commitment, but really is a form of getting out of it. Because yep. you could always go back and say, well, I told you I'd try, yep. and I did try my best, but yeah. you know, I didn't get it done. And if you read my email here, it did say could and should yes. and maybe, and what we're looking for in any of those communication is commitment. Yes, no. Yeah, particularly when you, I think whether you work in a large organisation or indeed a small one, we're all relying upon one another. You know, our SMEs rely upon their suppliers, our customers rely upon us to get things done. If we can't get it done, we're just better off declaring that early on so people can reprioritise, or they could change the request. They say, oh, if you can't get it done by Tuesday, that's okay, but I really need it by Thursday. And if you do it on Thursday, then the rest of my... Our chain of events will work out okay. One of the uh, things that I know that I'm reasonably good at is asking people, how are you? Mm. And um, I think there's a genuine interest um, in me when I have a look at the staff and the people that I work with is, is making sure that they're okay. Mm. But if I reverse it, I find myself asking, how good am I at asking Michael, how good are you? Mm. You know, what do you need right now? Mm. How do you go through that process? I have some help, actually. So uh, families are really, in my experience anyway, generally really good at saying or pointing out to you when you're not on top of your game. You know, my, my, uh, my older children now, but when they were younger, they would uh, 
be able to say things to me if I was listening for it carefully enough, like kind of, Dad, you're off your game. Yeah. Or my wife Karen would say, would you have a bad day at work today? So I think often we don't necessarily listen to the feedback we get from our family, because if anything, our families are much more honest with us than our employees, because yeah. yeah, if anything, they love us more, so they don't want to see us go through that pain. Um, I make sure I take time to kind of figure out where I am with things. It's what I call the practice of reflection. So I, I will uh, set aside particular times of the day or, or indeed during the week that I make sure I have time to go back and say, okay, what is, how am I going? So yeah, am I sleeping enough, exercising enough, eating well? Uh, where are things not going my way? Where am I getting frustrated and what should I do about that? So I, have a, I, you know, I book time with myself to have that reflection conversation. Now, I realise that can be really difficult, particularly if you're running, say, a small, a small company. So sometimes I do that when I'm on my bike or I'm out, or I'm out running. I, I combine it with another activity. Mm. I know that you're, you're an avid walker. So doing yep. it alongside something else, particularly when I'm out of the environment that makes it hard to think or reflect on things, that's been really, really beneficial to me over the years. And even um, listening to the answer that you've given there, I would get a sense that you know, you're practiced, you're experienced, and so on. So to get to that stage of having some sort of resilience, have you used mentors in the past? Or has life just taught you that, you know, these are the things that I need to do so that I am resilient, that I can face up? Yes, I've had the benefit of having coaches, as I would call them, over the years. I still have an executive coach today who, who helps me. I spend half an hour with him every two weeks and he helps me see things that I can't see or kind of calls me on my own BS uh, yep. about it. He says, like, Mike, this has been the theme for three weeks now, so what are you doing about it? Yep. As that's been really, really uh, helpful to me. And I, I found um, I, I learn a lot through, the exp through watching others. So if I see somebody yeah, going through pain, perhaps, I'll be able to say, oh, God, that's, you know, I think I could help them with that. And then I think, oh, OK, well, I've got my own version of that on the go as well. Mm. So a lot of it has been about experience. I think a lot of time, all of us have experience, but if we're not open to receiving it, uh, then yeah, we don't get to learn. So you're repeating the same uh, behaviours that are not productive for you is sort of yeah. not helpful. <clears throat> and receiving it is one thing, giving it is another. And I'd have to say from my own experience with you, and we would sit and chat, um, you and I both know that we have managers and others you know, delivering and doing the transactional thing, but you've always been very generous in using yourself as an example and sharing ideas. Is that something you've developed because you know that it helps? Well, it helps me get rid of my imposter syndrome. <laughs> like at some point in time, I think someone's going to figure out maybe I'm not as smart as I might look. And so I think all of us have imposter syndrome. So one thing I've learned over the years, I can be better, frankly, at what I do by just by being authentic. So I'm, I'm happy to declare that you know, um, I'm struggling with this, I'm not doing that particularly well. Um, there are times I get things wrong and I'll um, stand up and admit that. And I'll also say I don't do that all of the time because I'm human and I find ways to um, kind of make myself feel better by not leaning into the conversation I need to have. But again, just as you mentioned earlier, so over time through experience I've just learned by, yeah, I can only be the best version of myself, I can't be the, you know, someone else. Um, and just kind of being f straight up about the things that I do well and the things that I struggle with has been really, really helpful um, to me. Uh, it's enabled yep. me to be a better version of myself than pretending that I'm something that, I, frankly, I'm not. And my um, final question is, uh, and it really relates to an experience I had the other day where there were two or three of us in a group and had somebody join the group 
and they came in and shook hands and said to each person, hi, my name's Michael, how are you? And then on to the next one. And the, I have to say that I left the group thinking to myself, how do we make the how are you mm. meaningful? Yeah, well, be authentic about it. So when yeah. you ask people how are you, there's got to be at least one follow-up question to that. Yep. Right, so um, how are you? I'm busy. Oh, okay, is it good busy or bad busy? Yep. Well, I certainly know inside Z at one stage there, I banned the use of the response busy because busy doesn't tell you anything. No. When I say I banned it, I spoke to the whole firm and said, I'm, uh, I'm not happy that that's the response we give because it actually doesn't help us understand where people are at. So I would encourage anybody who has a genuine interest in trying to understand how, how is things for people is to have two or three follow-up questions, not standard follow-up questions, but actually in response to what you're told, is to ask two or three more questions to, I think, uh, give mana to the person that you're speaking with, um, and also for you to really understand, so how is it going for them? Exactly. Mike Bennett's Chief Executive Z Energy, some real behaviours that make a difference to his life, that could make a difference for yours. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to make sure you don't miss out on our weekly podcasts and make sure to check out the firststeps.nz website for more tools, blogs and resources. Business leaders, change the things you can.